guys this is another episode of lobby call this is episode two uh today we have special guest john curry we got hey. mother freaker we have uh what's going on today i still get it y'all just shit set up on cups what is going on get your rig <laughs> we about to get syndicated what? right alright so um, we have pretty much all of Trap House Jazz save for maybe said and uh, yeah um, we have John Curry here drummer extraordinary he's played for uh, various artists my high school <laughs> we've got uh, Dan Foster here you guys know him from last episode we have Masego here um Artist extraordinaire. I ain't like how y'all sampled me last episode. <laughs> Made me sound like a dingbat. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go and do let you guys do a, a brief introduction of yourselves. Otra vez. Let the people know who you are, where you're from, what your background is, blah blah blah. I'll start with you, Masego. Yo, I burned my hand ten minutes ago, and this might be the worst pain, worse than the hand tats. But if you don't know who I am, I don't really care. Go, my, That's my, all. There's my, nothing to my know vagina about. Vagina is just pulsating right now. Uh, God. <laughs> hey man, all right. Just know, women aren't things that you can just get. You have to earn them. You're absolutely right. That's that's good. So that's that's your background. We got that. John Curry, where are you from, man? Tell us about yourself. Bull City. <laughs> I'm actually from New Jersey, but yeah, I've been living in Durham for like ten years. Okay, you know. What's your uh, what's your musical background like? What what do you do? What uh, is your, I play drums. You? I've been playing drums forever, basically as long as I can remember. You know. Okay. It's kind of a natural thing. Gotcha. You know. Uh, if y'all don't know, John Curry is the drummer for Rhapsody. And Masego. Drummer from Masego. But he burned his hand, so. And he burned his hand. And uh, Curry's a gun evangelist. There we go. Oh, yeah. A gun evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Sick. Um, yeah, so that's cool. How long you been in uh, Durham? Uh, yeah, I've been in Durham for 10 years. Since 2009. Okay, so 11 years at this point. There we go. Yeah. Cool. We got uh, Dan Frost over here. You. I think we all know Dan from first episode. Tell us a little bit about yourself for, for viewers and listeners who weren't, uh, who didn't see episode one. Uh, yeah, no. My name is Dan. I play keys and stuff. I'm from VA, I'm from VA and I am sober. <laughs> Tell them about the anal beads. Oh, yeah, no. So yesterday I was uh, cleaning the house. And I wanted to anyway, hey yo, Matt, what's the first topic? <laughs> <laughs> what's the first topic of the day? You ain't gonna spin this on me. Yeah. So this, my, my, I think my first question is uh, for Masego. Yeah. I kind of want you to explain since we have the whole band here. Wow. What is trap house jazz? What does that mean for people oh, who don't man. know? I'm glad you said that, man. I don't know. I don't think any of us know. For yeah, real, I feel like we don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, when you, when you first came up with the, the the like came up with the idea for trap house jazz, like what what was your your idea of it? Like what was that? 
I was just trying to get girls to text me back. <laughs> so I thought if I made myself a collective, then they would text me back. So I did that. How'd that work out for you? Well, still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like on some real, I don't know. Like I feel like at the end of the day, not the beginning of the day, back in the day, there was like a lot of collectives. It was Seleticate and Selection and Radiant 4 and Codename Kids Next Door. Like there was lots of groups and I wanted one. So, you know, Trap House Jazz was just something that kind of rolled off during one of my mini freestyles. And then I was like, hey, want to join me? And I found Curry. Okay. Because it was cool because like when, uh, when we first met, we, were in, we met in uh, college, Old Dominion University, Norfolk, Virginia. Whoop, whoop. Okay. Wow. Nah, we we met at um ODU and I think the first time I met you was when I was I think what was it? I was in a a brand practice room on piano or something and I thought you was one of those like cool janitors that just got like, <laughs> Back in my day, I used to be able to do this. I, you know, I used to play with Buddy Guy, and you know. Yeah, so I was like, "This is a cool janitor, man." So, nah, uh, it, it, it was it was a it was a I don't know, it was a cool little you know. You used to do little jam sessions, and and uh, what was that group we were at in ODU? Uh, it was a it was an independent music association. Or something. IMA. IMA. I'm very appreciative yeah. of IMA because like I was cocky coming into college until I got into that organization and saw. Niggas better than me, and was like, "Oh, isn't it, is it an intercollegiate music association or something?" Nah, at ODU was IMA. Intercollegiate. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> nah, it was just like, oh, that's a rollout. Mm-hmm. That's a music video. So, nah, I'm appreciative. There's a lot of people that were solid artists, and I was just wearing skinny jeans and uh, and Hawaiian shirts. Oh, <laughs> they were cheap and affordable. Yeah, I think it's an interesting, uh, like how trap house, like just the current tra- trap house jazz, uh, kind of formed. I think um, John, not John, but Dan was here first um, with Josh Chandler. Yeah, no, uh, dang, that's true. Yeah, from the jump, we we're so planned like for 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 chicken boxes. I still don't know why Dan be sticking around me so long. I, honestly, dude, I don't know either, man. I'm just, there's a piano in my room, so I'm going to kick it with you. Like, it's like, it's like, he made so much more money before knowing me. I'm just like, that's yeah, you like, uh, How hilariously sad. Exactly. Like, I, I don't respect his jokes. diet. Like, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. Nah, and then, uh, then after that, it was me... Dan and then I met John at the SoundCloud um, show we did in who was Austin. R.I.P. Yeah. SoundCloud, man. It was some good times, 2015. Yep, yep. Yeah, good old SoundCloud. And then after that, it was like a few months later, or maybe it was the next year. Yeah, it was like and a year it, later. Yeah, and then we did the um, first European tour. And John then, been cool since I met him. Yeah. Like, how'd you meet John? I was at a. Uh, I was in Durham. And I was talking to some girl at the time, and then I stopped talking to her when I heard him play. I said, excuse me, Shade. And I, like, cut her off, and I was like, yo, who is that? And then, tag, this dude named Moose, and then this other chick, oh, was it Sicily? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they was like, yeah, they just sung your praise, like, that's John Kirby. 
See, the way he does is he does a skitter scatter, not a scatter skitter when he plays. His <laughs> peri diddles are productious. <laughs> they were just bigging you up, and I was like, dang, I'll never afford him. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I feel like something happened. Like, somebody reached out, and then you, you said yes to doing the SoundCloud uh, gig to fill in. And then I was just like, dang, dude's energy is, like, mad dope. And then I just I kicked out all the white people. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's kind of fucked up because it's like low key true. That's my homie, man. I'm just messing. No, no. Listen to Chandler's oh, podcast. Oh, no, I this is you, that's okay. my yeah, nigga. No, that was <laughs> that's my roommate. Before Come I on, yeah. comedy style. That's, that was my that's, that's my best friend. To this <laughs> Next <day>. up, <laughs> shout out to Chandler. Man. Shout out Chandler, man. Chandler's a good dude. Um, out here running a role and directing movies and the news and shit right he's killing the game nah, right hey, now, shout out to like, my mans yo trying to be like channel when i grow up exactly yo so i mean it's cool but like i do enjoy saying the n-word without feeling like i'm making somebody feel weird no but it's like hard r though like it's not even nigga with y'all anymore man it's like straight up Hard R. That shit makes me uncomfortable, literally. That's just Kojo. He he should have a podcast. Kojo should have a podcast. (laughs) Shout out to Kojo. (laughs) Welcome back to Cut. It's Kojo. All right. So today we're going to talk a little about a little bit about like success. What is success in the music industry? Ooh, I don't know. Right. We're going to talk about it. What's it mean? Right. So, what is success? And like, I know as Dan, you're like a musician and producer. Come John, on, big my man's up. Right, John, musician, dope ass drummer. Masego, he's already, you know, everybody knows who Masego is, pretty much. Me, I'm just a producer, artist. Come on, uh, musician, singer, model. You know, you know what I'm saying? All Old that. Navy enthusiast, you know <laughs> <laughs> baby gap enthusiast. Nah, but um, you know, so we're gonna talk a little bit about you know what we all think success is success is and you know you know when do we reach success right sure i want to hear what you what do you think max like when will you know that you are a fully realized artist just an artist um yeah like a successful what is a successful artist in max's realm i think a successful artist um it, it, it doesn't even have to really... Um, like, is it numbers you're looking for? An accolade? Nah. A shout-out? Like, what do you want? Honestly, I, for, for me personally, I would say success is doing what you love cool. and, and being financially stable. Money. Making money. make Living off of your gift, pretty much. Being able to live comfortably while doing what you love, your passion. Let's you put a mean? number on it. What's living comfortably? Well, it depends on where you live. You, you know live what I'm here. Now, if you live in L.A., it's going to be way different than, let's say, Atlanta or Virginia. Sure. You know what I mean? So For the people out there, like, just throw, throw a number. Because Treasy asked me this in 2011. He was like, what is the number that you think you make a year that means I'm successful? And I couldn't answer the first. I was like, I don't know. How, that's, he's a like, good, that's, that's a good question, answer man. Answer that for yourself because it's good. It helped me. I was just like, all right. Okay. This is how much my nigga makes to pay his rent in LA and right. he travels. I was like, it was like something like, I don't know. I forgot what the number was, but like I, I swear my goal was. Mm-hmm. Like, what is yours? I think for me, I would say 
at least more than what I was doing when I was working at the hospital, right? Okay, that's a good barometer. Um, you know, so, but for me personally, I think about if you're making 100K a year, I think that's, I, I it's hard, it's hard to answer. And this is why I want to talk about it because it's, it's kind of hard to it's answer. It's a good question. I think 100K, um, it's like, oh, okay. That's a good number to to be like, okay, this is yeah. success, if you will. If you're making 100K doing what you want to do, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Like you live, you're able to, to, to live comfortably. You're able to um, not worry about, oh, I got to. You got to do, you know what I'm saying? You got to do gigs you don't want to do to make ends meet. Um, you know, things like that. Okay. I, I think that's a good a good number. Same question, Curry. What you think? Man. I mean, I have a similar answer, but I also feel like it, it just depends on the person. <coughs> Excuse me. Like, it depends on what somebody's comfortable living with. Like, what's somebody, what's a comfortable living situation for you? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like. A hundred thousand dollars living in Durham is like, oh, you get money, right? Like you got money, you got right. You, you driving a Benz, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you probably got a little, like, an acre or two or three, right? And like, so it just depends on like what's comfortable for for, for you. you, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In, in my living situation, it's like when we're working, it's like, yeah, I'm 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 comfortable. But mm-hmm. then, like, as a musician or as an artist, it's like, what is comfort? Like, oh, I'm just trying to always be better. So it's like, mm-hmm. right. as an artist or, or, or as a musician or as a drummer, it's like, I don't think I'll ever be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll never feel like I'm successful. My my parents think I'm successful, which is like, that's good. That's what's up. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But as a musician, it's like, I'm not, I'm probably never going to feel like I'm successful. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of my living situation, it's fine. It's like, I'm comfortable, I'm happy. I know I want more things, but I know that it's feasible for me to attain those things. Right. So it's like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm successful, you know, compared to other people that I know. But yeah. compared to some other people that I know, on the other hand, it's like, you know, I might not be as successful, but I'm 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 happy, right. you know. How about you, Dan? Do you have parents? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have shoes? No, I, I wear sandals and eat rice every day. So. Papaya. Papaya. <laughs> Arroz. Um, yeah, Pizza, I think it's, it's, Spanish, it's the same. I think. <laughs> no, I think uh, if you're, I don't, I don't even know that I want to put like a like a mon- like a like a number on it. I don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, sure. No, if I'm making like you know 100 bands or whatever, you know, fuck it. No, if I'm making like 60 bands a year, and I live in fucking Arkansas, no, I'm calling my mom. But like, yo, you ain't got to work no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I got, I got us. You know what I'm saying? Like don't, don't worry about us. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Matter of fact, you know, ow, once a month ow, I'm gonna take you ow. to Old Navy. We gonna run it the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I got this poop. You know, like it's, it, it's or Max cotton on. But um, yeah, no, I think it's 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 more it's money is definitely an issue. But um, also it's it's I want to get to the point or for me to feel like I'm successful in the industry or successful in music in general. Like I want to get to the point where, a, I'm just not worried about money. You know, nice. And I can like right. You know, if if I want to just. I want to just like go and like fuck off to Madrid or Tokyo or whatever for like a month. I can do that and not have to work while I'm out there. You know what I'm mm, saying? Residual. So yeah, it's 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 that. It's um, being comfortable enough to where I can like look at like you know young kids from from Virginia or like wherever I'm, 
you know, like we're, we're from from where I'm from and stuff like that, and be like, hey, I have these opportunities. For- <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, I got these opportunities. I can help you do X, Y, and Z, so you can you know build your situation. You right. know what I'm saying? And also, it's it's artistically like working to the point where I can say no to things because mm-hmm. at the moment, you know, that's it's not really freedom that I have at the moment. You know, like I, if someone offers me a gig, you know, and it like pays like a solid amount of money, like most like I'm probably gonna say yes. You know what I'm saying? But I want the opportunity to only play gigs, only like produce things that I think are cool. So right. I think that's that's mm. that's what success essentially is. Okay. For, for for me anyway. I got you. And so let's talk about numbers and like about album sales, right? Mm-hmm. Or not even just album sales, just like what about for you, Sega? I don't want to skip over you. What what do you think? What the the question of right. the success number? Right. I'm rich. I don't care. Right. I'm in my bag and I <laughs> can't get out. I'm in my bag and I can't get out. I feel a millionaire for years. I'm about Bob, to say I'm I'm pretty rich. Um, <laughs> we, we got it. You're rich. You're wearing a robe right now <laughs> and covering your face. <laughs> this nigga is wearing a house coat right now. <laughs> Listen, people. All right. A house coat and some church pants. Um, I think the issue with me is I do not care anymore <laughs> like i'm just having fun so i feel like my passion is figuring out how to help my friends reach those financial goals because again i can't act like i'm greater than thou and wasn't wanting blog recognition cosigns clout money everything like mm-hmm. in virginia i wanted all of that and did everything i could do to get all those things like email the person of the person of the person and like trying a million things so i'm not coming from a place of like no nah, man it's dumb to have financial goals like money is it's stupid I, I i i punch that but no like i feel like um it's more so about the lifestyle like i like when dan gave the example of like i want to just be able to like go to madrid for a month and not destroy my income of the year because i did that trip right you know what i'm saying and then i like your comparison of like yo when i was working at the hospital like i want a comparable like at least match that you know what i'm saying like at least match what i was making it there and then surpass it is like okay i'm successful Mm -hmm. and then with curry is just like yo based on the place that i chose to reside it's like i mean you know that that number kind of shifts and then he's saying as like an internal artist like he's gonna constantly be shifting to get better it's not even like a yeah i'm about to be comfortable thing because that's success and comfort seems to be like a like a cousin's type of thing but anyway Mm -hmm. tying it back to me I feel like I'm bigger on like legacy nowadays. I'm just like, okay, cool. How do I make it where after I'm done doing music or, or gone or whatever like that, what continues after that? Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about like life residuals. It's right. more so than, yeah, people are still playing my songs, but more so people are experiencing my way of thinking. Like somebody else is stressing out a band by changing the set last minute. Like somebody else is buying <laughs> a bunch of instruments. And <laughs> Shade. I want like more me's because Woo! I feel like I'm like that. I'm like a hero villain. It's just like, yo, this dude was an idiot. But it's like, we watched our set from 2018. It's like, yo, this joke kind of lit. Right. Like, I like what it, what we turn into. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that I haven't even like started my podcast and Max figured out how to do the whole ish. Like, he's doing his own thing. Like, yeah. this got the cameras, the you know what I'm saying? Like I like that where it's like I'm gonna buy ish, and when other people use it, I love that because it's like usually I'm just trying to figure out how to get people to text back. 
stop playing me. You know what I mean? So like if people are using the things that I've spent, like the bread that I've worked for on, then then I feel successful. When I can, like when Jay Z was like, "Yo, I made somebody else a millionaire." That's when you that nigga. Mm. It's like, yeah, you can get bread, like boom, boom, boom. Like we can all figure out some means of getting where we gotta go. But like the real thing is like, can you actually help somebody else? Right. So that's what I'm on now. It's like, can I effectively uplift somebody? And I'm like, if I can just buy some instruments, niggas can use them or use my connects. Like I'm, I'm about all that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. F me. Just like, yo, anybody you've seen, like use my name as a name. I don't care. I'm just trying to see what's up with these patent house. <laughs> Platinum house. No. Um, <laughs> nah. Um, I hey. have another question though um, uh, for you guys. Do you think there are some things that you have to compromise until you quote unquote make it? Yes. Like. Yeah. I'm tell y'all. Like. Let's think like, about. I can't breathe. In here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think you got a big nose till it stop working. You know what I mean? But no, like, I feel like, um, I mean, you've seen the Michael Jordan thing. Like, that's sacrifice. It's like, I can either hang out with people mad heavy or I can be focused on this craft. I've seen it with the Drake songs. Like, he's like, I'm, why niggas are partying? I'm making the music they partying too. Like, it, there's Kanye in his house for six summers and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that, there's a reason all these stories have a common thread. It's just like, y'all gotta... There's principles. That's all I've tried to do. It's just like, I can't teach people to do the Masego way, but I try to leave principles about it. Like, everyone's like, so how did you, when did you actually get it right? I'm like, I did at least 10 things that were kind of successful. Mm. And then it just kind of started bubbling like that. Like, nothing I've dropped was an instant viral hit. Even to that. Like, it's to this, now it's on the radio. It's like a three-year-old oh, yeah, song. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that, too. But. Yes, I'm just like, like nothing I've made was like, he's on! It's just like little subtle, like, oh, wow, like such and such shouted you out. So I feel like my mentality is do a bunch of things, and then eventually... See what's going to stick. What's going to stick? Yeah. Because, like, I'm never giving advice to the people to, like, try to viral it up, try to pop, just more so, will niggas care about this in a week? Mm-hmm. And if not, I ain't really rocking with it. So I feel like um, sacrifice, for sure. I sacrificed a lot of going out to parties, a lot of being up on what's happening in music and what's in media and just honing my own sound, throwing paint at the wall. Horning. And then you said, ha! <laughs> I said horning my own sound. Horning now, my own sound. Just, you know, with my what, what I mean by compromise, I'm, I mean, those are good uh, good things, right? What yeah. you're saying. I'm, but when I say compromise, I mean like... Like artistically, like yes, yeah, so like are, are you like willing some, to drop like a country record right now if it means that'll like you'll you'll get paid in six right months. Yeah. or like mm. play gigs that you don't want to do or you know what I mean? It's oh, that's like success though. That's like uh, jumbled into my idea of success. Like when I'm at a point where I don't feel like I have to sacrifice my integrity or mm-hmm. feel like I'm like doing gigs you don't want to do is one thing, but doing gigs that are like completely off brand and completely make you uncomfortable and things like that. That's that's totally different. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like yeah, that's that you're not successful if if you're compromising your integrity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it you have to weigh out, you know, is it worth it in the long run if you're if you're if you are going to do something I guess like that, you know? 
to try to get to a certain point, but mm, mm. I try to wait, try to stay away from stuff like that. I feel like, I try to. No, I think you're 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 like you know financially, but also artistically, your bottom line should move. You know what I'm saying? Like like right this second, uh, like before I moved here. I was doing up like a metric fuck ton of corporate gigs and like bougie weddings and bar mitzvahs and stuff like that. Um, and like no, no shade of people who do that because it's a great living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like at this <laughs> I point. To, I to, <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. <laughs> we, That's what we were doing. We, know, we, were, we were doing like bars and lounges and shit like right. that. You know, and it's cool. It's a great way to like, you know, sort of like get your chops together and shit like that and figure out how to like survive a Masego show and stuff like that where he's just like shooting from the hip the entire hey. time and we're just like hanging the fuck on trying to figure out what's going on I don't know a song that says fuck it let's get it let's go you know but like oh. if, but I'm to the point now where I don't if someone offers me like a you know like a lounge gig or something like I'm I'm good you know what I'm saying like I, I don't want to do that anymore right. you know and I'm, I don't feel uncomfortable saying that anymore either you know, like it's if if there's a if there's like a like a or like a solid bag attached to it, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe I might be like a little bit more malleable in how like I, I feel about saying yes to it. But generally speaking, no. Like it's it's I'm 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 kind of good. Like there's just certain things that I don't want to do anymore. Right. And I'm like comfortable enough to where I'm not like wavering on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think? Are there any, let's see, at this point right now, are there any artists that you would not, like, work with or, um... I assume so. Camera's too hot. <laughs> okay. Um, or, or just, like... Make it spit. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you, do you think that... Why um, you Spice Adam's laugh just like... <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. If you look at his toe, his toe slanted when he did it, too. Yo. No, but... um, what was I about to say? Yeah, are, so, like, do you think people who aren't successful, or I should say musicians or producers or sure. artists, should compromise, like, who they work with, right? So say if like say for example say for you Masego okay if you're a young Masego who's not who hasn't made it yet right yeah do you think it would be I, I, I and I guess that's something that uh, just to piggy off what piggyback off what John was saying yeah thinking about the long run but would you work with an artist who you normally wouldn't work with if you haven't you know haven't come up yet again or, like I've tried all of this stuff mm. i've tried the work like i engineered for like 50 dollars a session for trash artists like not no one wants to hear this right you know what i mean like i like i was doing that but it didn't lead to anything mm. you know what i'm saying like i used to send sax samples to certain like local djs that didn't lead to anything it was just like temporary bread just to get the bill yeah. off so i feel like what i did do was i worked with artists that weren't popping but I felt like the song was amazing. And so mm. that is becoming a part of your legacy. So then when you do eventually pop, that back catalog helps. Like my right. first song on on uh, Spotify was this mad old, I almost forgot what it was called. It was like, I remember it's like a blue image with a purple saxophone. And it's, I don't know, some SoundCloud thing. But I before I even knew what a Spotify was, somebody was like, yo, can we upload this? I don't got no budget. I'll make the artwork for you. And then that song ended up doing well. Mm-hmm. It was my first thing to actually make me understand what 
residuals look like. Right. It was like people are listening to this every day. Mm. And then by the end of the month, you're getting paid. So I feel like those moves were always more worth it than like the quick little, I need this. And like, it ne- to me, it never led to anything. Mm-hmm. It was just like some money and then some experience. XP points. What did I experience? <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Know, you got better at mixing, right? I've got better at mixing from mixing my own things because mm-hmm. I actually cared. I just put little <laughs> Ozone 4 presets and took my 50 bucks and left. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I'm not, le- but it was like, yo, I want to sound like these people at ODU that are better than me. Mm. What are they doing? Our compressor. What's a compressor? Like I then when it when it was me, when it's my legacy, I'm investing all of my creative energy in leveling up. Right. Mm-hmm. When I'm starting to treat the R&B field like rap, like I got to beat this nigga. I got to have the best sound like that's when it's the motivation. When it's like your own self on the line. Mm. But when it's just again, when you're doing like a wedding gig, you're not giving your best chords. Oh, yeah, no. You're not. You're putting in the least amount of. Or, or you're possible. practicing. You're practicing. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what, what headspace you're in. Right. <laughs> like there's few niggas on there. Like oh, I'm about to get on. Uh, no, they're just getting a check. Yeah, that's true. But when it's like my little trash three-person show with me, some violin player, and some <laughs> background singer that's just a chick in my class, mm, I'm doing my best to make this look lit right you know what i'm saying i'm like yo we got to figure out this looper on stage that's when i care but when it's just like oh i'm outside of deja blue playing <laughs> sax covers <laughs> of joe shout out to hampton you know what i mean it's just like he paid me in chicken let's keep it a bucky rooney you know what i'm saying i, I ain't care i was just like whatever but, it, but when it was me with my little goofy launch pad i'm trying to give my best moves mm. and then the little slim things walking by i'm like i'm showing you know what i mean that's when niggas are trying so i think you shouldn't compromise and put your get your money in something like don't put the pressure on your art mm. like sir worked at guitar center you know what i'm saying like mad fly niggas worked at normal jobs and got the bread there until their art could kick it to the side. Mm-hmm. Guitar Center is not hurting Sir's legacy. Mm-hmm. He could go back around and buy one of them in franchise and make it like a Kanye Gap story. Mm. Like do ish that'll help your legacy in the long run versus like, oh, I need this. Like, nah, sell drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, cocaine is everywhere, right, Dan? <laughs> cocaine. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Bruh, y'all think I do all the drugs, man. <laughs> like, What's in your stock right now? That, that's disrespectful. But toes. you, nigga, that's <laughs> toes, nigga. What the fuck? All right, man. John, so, John, as a drummer, mm-hmm. is there like an artist that you wouldn't play for? He want to get somebody canceled. No, 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 bro. You wanted to shout no. people out so it's bad. Then, I will man. never so, work yo, with like, this. Bitch, right? like, no, never. like it's not like that. Billy <laughs> Mercury. Like I think this is great insight. Like just for even just musicians, like you know, yeah, I think that, I think really that there think are people about. I would say no to. I don't know who those people are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't sit around and be and like, answer. oh, who is this? But there are people that if I got a call, I'd be like, mm. okay, why? What are some reasons why you wouldn't, you know, hit with an artist? Oh, canceled. I mean, if it's not if it's not just uh, like musically not a fit, uh-huh. like you know, what I'm saying it might just be like uh, I don't really rock with it. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. It would have to be like just a call at, that's completely out of the blue. The money's not really making sense, and I don't know why these people called me. Mm. I don't want to be on the road for a month or two months or mm. however many months with these people. I don't know or whatever, yeah, something you. like that. You know what I mean? Okay. What about you, Dan, as, as a producer, right? 
Is that's, a, <laughs> that's a strong word, man. No, nah, man, you're a producer. I mean, yeah. Kalani, Grace Weber, uh, Masega. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> is that uh, the Webler? Ombre. I mean, yeah. what's up? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry what's your question again? <laughs> is, is, <laughs> what's, what's your question? <laughs> I'm asking, as a producer, are, are there... You know his answer. He says he's going to take the bag. No, no not necessarily, no. I think... Because we're because I'm a musician first, you know I'm never gonna say no to like no to a project mm-hmm. if that shit's just cool, you know what I'm saying? Because not I just want to be a part of things that at the end of the day I can say that I'm proud of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you no, know, I've been to, like you know pop sessions and shit like that, and it's like I go in and we make a beat and like everyone's in there like nodding their heads and shit. And it's like oh this shit this shit hard this shit hard and, like, and like I'm sitting in the back of the room like I don't enjoy this. Yeah. If this comes out. And like, I mean, again, like, hopefully it will, you know, but like, if it comes out, I'm not going to go and tell like all my musician friends, all my like, you know, all, all the people that I look up to and that I respect that, hey, I was a part of this project. I think for me, the most important thing is that when I do some work, I'm proud of it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's whether or not a bag is attached to it. Right. Okay. I think that's interesting. That's a very. That being said, a bag is sick. If you got a bag, hit me up <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, whatever, keep it real. Like, you know, if you got enough money, there's a lot of things yeah, I would man. do. No, keep <laughs> Why? All right, hold on. Wait. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no damn pause. <laughs> if the bag is right, it ain't much I won't do. bag is right. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll play anything. If the bag is right. Yeah, no, but I mean, I, I don't want to like lock that into like, oh no, if it's not R and B, if it's not hip hop or whatever, then I'm not going to do it because I have a lot of like influences. Like, I, I like a lot of music, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll do a country gig if the shit's just good, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Chris Stapleton, that shit is hard, man, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a genre thing. It's really just a does this resonate with me? Do I like this? You know, sure a bag, but like also is this? Am I going to be proud of this gig of this project after it comes out? Mm-hmm. You know. Perfect. Yeah, that's. I think that's a lot of a lot of people like people who aren't musicians. I think it's a great insight coming from, you know, musicians, producers, artists, because they don't, you know, people don't really think about that mm-hmm. for real, for real. You know what I mean? So, I think it's a great insight. Great insight. Um, what else I was about to ask you guys? Yeah, uh, breathy singers. <laughs> I know. I don't think. Did you answer the question? Like, as as an artist, is there are there people that you don't want to work with, or or situations that you don't want to find yourself in because it make you uncomfortable? Or yeah, you know, I I think for example, right? Maybe a feature that you'd say no to because it doesn't like vibe well with you or whatever. It it like old folk pissing. It all depends, right? So think about like the Tory Lane situation mm-hmm. right now. Nah, I would not work with him. I w- I would decline that. Sure. Not only is that a bad look, but he shot a girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's been confirmed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been confirmed. Tory Lane oh, shot Meg the Stallion in the foot. He was drunk and blah, blah, blah. I'm sure Sego was like, nah, I'm good on that, bro. You know what I mean? Like, nah. So it all depends. <laughs> why are you, back why are you trying to cancel careers, bro? <laughs> it's only episode two. Like, wait. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> Look. Look, I'm just All saying, right. like, just this just this is just an example. Like, yeah, I got you. Tour lanes. What a mainstream example. That's a that's a that's a real <laughs> mainstream example. What a man. top ten topics example. That nigga's not even in your sphere. Oh, I'm I'm just giving like people know what the situation with that. So Boy, it's kind of like who are our listeners? Like, what's the demographic? <laughs> I mean, look, people know. 
right? It's the demo. Um, you know, R. Kelly. I, I probably wouldn't be working with R. Kelly. What are you getting these today? Yeah, these are like the extreme cases, but what about yeah, like normal... Are, give me like a normal What about, yeah, artists CNN that case. haven't been canceled already? Um, I don't need a name. I just need like... like is there, <laughs> I don't, I don't think names are important names. right now. This just a scenario. Like what would make you want to say no to a gig, to a show, to a project? Um, if I think if I know that... Bad business. Yeah. yeah. Bad no, business that's, that's is a, a very... Like that's like top one. Yeah, yeah bad, business bad business or thing, unprof- unprofessional and like yeah you know what I mean I yeah, know if cats are showing up late cats don't want to rehearse or like you gotta call several people to get paid then it's like yeah yeah that's it <laughs> I'm good on that you know what I mean so yeah that's I, yeah I think bad business and or like bad musicians or like working mm. with people who don't know what they're doing yeah it's like really high like I'll do a gig for little money if it's like killing musicians and I'm like, oh, I know no I'm gonna learn yeah. on this gig or this is about to be dope or like, you know. Mm-hmm. Have y'all ever like pulled out of a gig like during a rehearsal? Yes. Or because it's like, oh no, yes. this is going to be trash. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. You say your pull-out game trash. <laughs> yes. Also, also that. Also, yes. <laughs> also, that's, that's I will I get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pull out of a driver. You're willing to oh, take no. this to the next level. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, dancing. I, I've definitely, I've definitely, uh, <laughs> I've definitely walked out of gigs and re- and rehearsals because really? things weren't right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be like that. Like, see, I, that's not that's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. Like not being able to do do what you like to do is not worth it. You know what I'm saying? The money could be bad all day, but if the playing situation is good, I might stick around. Yeah, it's yeah, My it's hand a thing. Feels better. What you said? My hand feels better. There we go. Your hand feels better. What's the next topic? <laughs> um, would you guys ever? I know we were talking about like success and, um, you know signifiers of being successful and everything but in, just in the music business would you guys ever be on Love and Hip Hop? Yes. My hero Joe Budden was on there. I want to follow in his footsteps. Wait, you would, like for real, you, you would be on Love and Hip Hop even yeah. with the stigma it, attached to it. Yeah. If I I've was, never seen Love and Hip Hop so I need like just think Paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Just think like, what's a just a messy? It's like it's like the real world for black people. Yeah, yeah. but no, it's just, like, just like it's jokes. You know what I'm saying? It's like at the end of the day, it's like it's hyperbolized situations. Like I have a sure. homie that like he was playing violin for some like proposal skit, and they had to shoot it like six times. And he also did like a fight scene where it was like, hold on, hold on, fix your hair again. Now fight again. Yo, for real? It's like that? Yeah, it sounds fun. So it's, it's like, it's acting pretty it's much. It's TV. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's fun. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, like, yeah, throw me a bag and I got to push somebody in a pool. You cheated on me? <laughs> sounds fun. Okay. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay, what about you? You buy me a birthday cake on my birthday on my birthday? Look, if I know it's fake, yeah, I'm down with it. Mm. If, if, if I have to get up there and then like... 
even with the stigma that's attached to it. He's really pushing the stigma. Nah, no, nah, yeah, I don't nah. care about stick. Who cares about stigma? I don't care about stigma. There's stigma attached to being black. I'm still black. Um, here we go. Here we go. About no, it. I'm just saying. It's only a hotel. Hotel. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not hotel. I'm not hotel. I'm not hotel. Nah, yeah. If 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 what I'm if I'm not sacrificing my integrity, mm. that's real. Yeah, I don't care about the stigma. What you think I'm doing? I don't care mm. about that. Who would win in a dodgeball match? You or said? Um, Ooh. I'd win in, in most things, <laughs> except for producing and singing and playing bass. And oh, that's good. <laughs> what I heard from that was nigga dodgeball. I dodged bullets <laughs> in the streets. I dodged chicken since 2015. <laughs> anyway, that was just a question I had. Sorry. What's okay. your topic? Uh, Dan? Uh, nah. I think I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Yeah, no. So you, you wouldn't, right? Uh, nah. And it's, it's not even like, I think y'all just have like really big personalities that are oh, literally designed for screen. <laughs> like, that's that's not my bag, man. I'm, I'm, I'm quiet as hell, man. I'm, I'm gonna be uncomfortable and like I'm gonna get fired after like the first two episodes. Like if anybody ever offered me an opportunity to get my foot in the door in the acting door, mm. I'd take it. Sure. You should voice act, man. My mother told me that. Yeah, you be right. <laughs> Static Shock reboot. <laughs> Ebon, bro. No one knows Ebon except like no one remembers him. <laughs> I think it's cool. If you could go back and do something over in your career. I would go back and say that again. If you could go back and do something over in your career to to this point, um, or skip something, what would you do? I would have moved to LA way sooner. Yeah, like mm. way sooner. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I spent like a lot of time playing gigs that I didn't want to play, and like, I mean, not even about the money, just like I wasn't learning things that I should have learned. Like I came here completely inept at a lot of shit that I should have known how to do really, really well before I got here. Mm. But the only way to do that is to be around people that know how to do it better than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like I'm not, you know, it's like I'm 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 not gonna go to like I'm I don't I don't wanna spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to learn like to go to college and learn something and then like graduate and then not be able to do it well no shade of cause we all went to college nah at least like everyone in this room you know what i'm saying like we went and then left and then learned mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah no, i would have moved here way sooner absolutely i would have learned how to like md better sooner and like sound design sooner and all that stuff you mm -hmm. know because yeah now now it's like a learning curve that i'm like spending all my time trying to figure out right now i feel you i feel you i think for me yeah i i think I wouldn't say not going to college because I like college. Yeah, I love college. <laughs> I love college. And uh, why do you love college, Max? <laughs> yeah, like what's a? Is it the Asheroth song or something? What else? is the? Uh, what's what's? Nah, college was cool. College was cool. Shout out to ODU. Um, but you know, because I, I met a lot of people. I met Sago. I met Dan. I met Matt. You know, a lot of great, dope musicians, producers, stuff like that. Um, so I wouldn't, I don't know if I would skip college, but definitely move out to LA sooner. Um, and yeah, and, and to, to remix and master. I, I thought about doing that too. Waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Waterfall. If y'all don't know, Waterfall is like a song on like the very first like <laughs> yeah, I EP just I ever it. came out with. I took it down because it's so trash. But what is it called? 
It's called what? Uh, it's called Attraction. Shout out to Attraction, man. Oh my god, it was. Terrible. I think it was lit. <laughs> if y'all heard my first mixtapes, like <laughs> we have. Listen, man. I Attraction was, was, it was, it was not good. It was not. It was like one song up. There. I like Wordfall personally. That was probably my favorite song up there, but. Boy. What do you think you learned from college? I probably that? skipped doing that. That's one thing. Yes. Boy, no, <laughs> I would skip that song. We said, I was saying, did you learn anything from college, like outside of music, that you feel like is that you needed for your music career? No. Mm. Well, theory. I learned. I learned theory, music theory, which I mean, we don't really utilize theory. You could have used that on the internet. Yeah, no. yeah, but I, I did learn theory there, uh, music theory, and. About you, John. That's about it. I learned Pro Tools. Um, you learned what? Pro Tools. Pro Tools. You learned yum yum. Wait, what Pro-tools. was it? Pro Tools. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, I'm laughs> this is sponsored by Sylvan. <laughs> um, honestly, man, my my college <laughs> my college music experience was like extremely valuable to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like studying jazz, like I had the opportunity just playing with people. That's just a thing. I feel like I. I learned a lot spending time playing with people. Um, yeah. That's the thing. Dealing with people, dealing with different musicians. Uh, we did a lot of improvising, so like playing music on the fly, coming in classes, and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're just going to play this song. Like, all right. That's like, cool I've class, never man. played this with these people before. I've never played this song at all, but I've, I learned the song over the weekend. We're just going to play it together. And I think that that helped me with my first gig with you like that helped me with you know gigs that i you know i'm comfortable with improvising it also told me how to, taught me how to like learn music i think you i learned that in mean? church black church taught me oh yeah, no that's a thing yeah I think oh we're black- not talking about church though yeah <laughs> see I, yeah we're not talking about church i'm talking about what i learned in school oh, you know okay. what I'm saying i definitely learned how to play with people in church mm-hmm but I learned how to play with different types of people in college. Like, I learned how to play with niggas in college that never played in church. Mm-hmm. Playing with church musicians is easy. There's not much that you have to do when you're playing with church musicians. Mm-hmm. But play. Sound good. You playing with other types of musicians? Yeah. That's different. I learned how to play with those types of musicians in college. You that sounds... You make that sound really easy. But for someone who, like, didn't come from that, you know, that you know, gospel church, that black church background, like going to church and playing with cats you've never played played before and not lo- knowing exactly what the songs were going to be that's like to this day for me that's like damn near impossible sometimes <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's just like like when people just like start singing and then you gotta like a find the key and then b like learn exact like know exactly what the fuck to play afterwards like that shit is difficult you know what i'm saying yeah but you also gotta think there's a there's plenty of church musicians out here that can do that um really well but can't play on a gig at all so you know? Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you gotta wait. You know? Wait to go with the bag. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Remember I did that? Pause. Like, not. <laughs> not, not, not us. Remember I did that? <laughs> no. Nah, the story I told you about the shorty. Never mind. That's just, he ain't got it back. Don't even worry about it. That's all right. Just don't never do that again. <laughs> what about you, Sego? If, if you could skip anything, like, if. Uh, I wish I actually practiced. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like. I feel like um, people think that I'm like Jacob Collier, Loki. Like that's how black women like describe me. Oh, you know what I mean? They're just like, oh yeah, he can just pick up the bassoon and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I would pay money to watch you play bassoon on a gig instead of saxophone. No, I, I believe you. No, like when I when I hear people like try to like tell the whole like yo, so who's Masego? Well, he's this guy that you know what I mean. So mm. I want to. I'd be, I'd be more of that if I actually practiced. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I, I get why I'm where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? The ideas and all the stuff that, that I learned through leveling up in college or whatever, and like life and gigs and stuff like that. But yeah, if I was actually using that time. Actually, we'll make it an exchange. Cause like instead of paying for like jewelry and clothes, I would have used it on like a tutor, just for like a specialized style on certain instruments. I would have done that. Cause you know me, I'm weird. I can't just be out here practicing. I have to have like some type of setup. So like the stage that I was after I got off a tour with all the rappers, I felt like I needed to buy things mm-hmm. to keep up with that lifestyle. And right. it's like. Especially because I outgrew most of it, it felt dumb. So I feel like I would, I would have like I love the sax chain, got that. But after that, I shouldn't have been buying jewelry. Like mm, it just got right. OD, and like I feel like, um, yeah, if I would have had like a tutor, like yo, you locking in for three months, teach me all you can know on guitar, like or bass or whatever. I mean, you, you can cool. still do that. I mean, Dan plays sax. Very well. I mean. I, but the, again, it's I almost guitar. like he's okay. I know a lot no, of Dan's niggas, a beast. Let's give it a hug. Dan's a beast on sax, bro. Let's, let's, Dan no, is phenomenal. I, I, Dan I, I is a monster. Don't let's. But no. my Dan's thing monster. is like, I'm. <laughs> I gotta say this. I ain't gonna throw no shit. No, nah, throw it. Throw it. It's all right. Talk your shit. It's teaching style. Mm. Set is very good at bass, but I don't like his teaching style. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, with a lot of people. Like, I feel like a lot of people are talented, but like you, you click with certain people. And I'm a very weird musician. The way that I put together my patterns, and I love how you see things in shapes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that like that started like uh, helped me understand guitar a little bit. Mm-hmm. But just my way of learning is so unique. Even if somebody's sweet, I can only glean certain things from them. Right. Mm. That's all I would say. And yeah, that's about it. But I, I, I would definitely find me a proper tutor that works with my little weird style thinking. Yeah, man, YouTube University, bro. That's a, I, I, first off, I taught myself how to play guitar a bit. All the instruments I learned. That's actually. great. Yeah. That's it. It should be preaching to other people yeah. like, nigga, YouTube University. So. And I didn't even use YouTube. I just used my ears just listening and no. figuring it out. But um, YouTube is definitely a great resource for like learning. I agree. Uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I learned how to change my carburetor. Off YouTube, that is very. You feel niche. me? So that's super on brand. That's on brand. I mean, yeah. I, and it's accountability for me. It's accountability. Mm. It's like somebody pulling up, especially when it's like a financial commitment, and then my time. But with the internet is filled with Instagram that's, and distractions. Yeah, that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's so like, I do agree. If I was disciplined and not like a social media idiot. Mm. I probably use YouTube University, but I just feel like you'll get on YouTube, then you're like, man, is that an hour podcast on nothingness? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to watch that. There you yeah. go. I mean, yeah. But I agree. Like, if I had, like, the capacity and the attention span to use, like, that thing can do, that and what's in your hand can do all mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. It's just our focus. Right. But I feel like the only reason I've only been, like, even been taking the fitness series is it's a person pulling up here and it's like an experience, right? So it keeps me mentally. Kind you kind of need like in. a stru- you need structure. That's what it sounds like. Pretty much, it's yeah. just like even with the tours and all that. It's just like we can do shows, but it, get, it becomes real when you put that itinerary in my face. And it's like, okay, I need to practice. I need to right. prepare. 
But you just say niggas got a tour. It's like, whatever. That was a fire alarm. No, not yet. Not yet. But yeah, man, it's... it's Yeah, that's skipping and, and, and trying to figure out, okay, what, did, what didn't I need? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what could I have cut out? These are good questions, point. man. Shout out to mm. your fans. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. Um, let's do one more. Uh, let's do some tour stories. We've been on tour. We've traveled around the world. We've uh, traveled to five continents, I think. Five or six? Five? Yeah. How many are there? Seven? Yes. Five, yes. Yeah. We ain't been Seven. in Antarctica. No, we haven't been in Antarctica, yeah. North, South, South America. Yeah, South America, America Antarctica. So. Oh, we yeah. were close, though. We've been around I'm the upset, world. Man. Yeah, I want a Brazil bad. Ass. Ass. It was close. I want a Brazil so bad. Don't get me started yeah. on that, man. Yeah. Yeah. COVID. Damn COVID. <laughs> Goddamn COVID. Oh, it was close. <laughs> 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 um, so, where you guys, like, how we, where we've toured at, where do you think your favorite places has gone? So far, that everybody asks this question. Is yeah. it? This is such a hard question. It is okay. Top three, Dan. Ooh, top three. Yeah, top three places that we've gone. Madrid for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. So yeah, Madrid for sure. Uh, was it? Was it Stockholm? Stockholm was good. Sweden. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Sweden. Yeah. Was good. yeah so Madrid. Uh, it's because I love how like how homey like it's the people are very warm. You know, I mean, granted, mm. like it it definitely gets like racist on occasion. We know because we went clubbing. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, that shit was rough, man. You be forgetting. Yeah, nah. what happened? You remember when we, when we went to that one club? Oh, when they wouldn't yeah. let me in. Yeah, because you had locks. They're racist. They Yo, were, yeah, no, and they were like, they were for like, real? Like, yeah, no, dude. I'm not God, surprised. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah, no, we went clubbing, and uh, they were just like, oh, you know, like I got in, Sayo got in, stuff like that, and like the they said it was because my shorts, and then they let somebody else with shorts go. In. Yeah, but then like, like I went in and like all lit not not some like literally all the dudes in there were wearing shorts like you like you would have thought it was like a yacht party because everybody in that bitch was wearing shorts like yo. fucking board like not even like cool like fucking board shorts and like <laughs> sandals yo and then like Curry has shirts has shorts on but he was only you know he was the only black dude in there with locks and shit yo. and it was an issue yo and it, dude I that did happen I forgot yeah. about that. No, that's that shit. Like I was calm as hell that night too. No, I'm dude, surprised. I was, dude. I was I, more upset than you are, which which tripped me the fuck out. <laughs> that shit, no, because like, yo, I, I've never. Where was I at? I, did I go? No, yeah, you nah. stayed the fuck Nigga, home. You no, know you don't yeah. go out. You, uh, what you mean? You went where to bed were at nine at? p.m. Bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Where like, was I at? <laughs> I wasn't at the club with you guys, having fun <laughs> with my friends, <laughs> drinking. No, the fuck you were. Heavens, no. Yeah, no. I had your damn earpiece in. Yeah. <laughs> Read an IGN. <laughs> Alright, so what's your third place? Oh yeah. Yeah, Madrid. that's a, is that a good memory to you? Right. Like, he's like, I want this. My favorite no, 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 place no. had so much racism. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my it was it was, it was my name. favorite because we didn't know because we did that, that that tiny ass show. It was like a two hundred fifty cap room. You mentioned it was none of packed it. out. I don't know because like niggas just immediately start talking about racism and shit. But no, Madrid was my favorite because like no, we we went to that uh, Aloha I think it was or no Ohana. It was that one spot with uh this is we don't gotta tell this whole story. But it was it was nice. <laughs> it was nice. Uh, he was way more passionate about racism. Right. <laughs> but yeah. No, so. <laughs> but no, yeah. So it was a <laughs> tiny show. You know, in a, in a tiny ass, you know, little hole in the wall venue, it was like two hundred fifty cap. It was just nice, man. So it was very good. Yeah, that felt that felt homey to me. Plus, like all the cooking kind of smelled like you know, like my grandma's kitchen and shit because it's all like there yeah, we go. you're Hispanic. Uh, okay. Anyways, I was gonna let you live. Yeah. So Madrid, that was sick. 
uh, Stockholm was awesome. Uh, and I think, I want to say Tokyo, but we weren't there long enough. Ken, mm. Kenya was a lot. Like, I, I loved Kenya a lot. That was uh, mm. uh, Nairobi, right? Yeah. Yeah, Nairobi was awesome, man. Okay. What about you, John? Um, yeah, I did like Kenya a lot. I liked Kenya um, just because everybody was black. Yeah. So that hey, fe- I, I that felt good. Yeah, um, it did. You know like, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, because it was like, first we went to South Africa. That was my first time being in Africa, and it was mm. so many just other people there. Mm-hmm. Oh, when you like, like land okay, in the airport, not... and it's like mostly black people, and it's like, I've never seen this shit before. You know right. It's pretty it's sick. different, yeah. Um, so Kenya. Um, I liked Korea, too. Korea was lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Korea was lit. Yeah, um, was like, we gotta, for reasons. We got to plug these in or something. Yeah, we do. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, but the culture in Korea was kind of dope, though. Yeah. Um, uh, what's my third place? Probably another one of them Scandinavian countries too. Low yeah, key, yeah. That's the, yeah. Low key. I know I'm real black to be saying that. Nah, no, no, it's a thing though. Like it's the geography is kind of lit. Yeah, it's kind of lit out there. Man. So, like you say, go say you've been more places than we have. So, what do you think your top three uh, places that you you've traveled? I liked, uh, of course, South Africa. What else? No, no, no. I'll give you new ones. Um, Ghent, Belgium was cool. Mm. Ghent was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghent's chill. Yeah. Just don't don't even turn it back on, man. Just let it, just let it oh, ride it's, out. It's, it's, it's overheating. It's all good. It's overheating. That's a thing. That candle is lit. Mm-hmm. Go to bed. Chilly. Okay. But no, Ghent, Belgium was cool just because I felt like with the right people, it's amazing place. Yeah. yeah. You can get the pictures thing. You can just kind of explore there's the boat rides little market or whatever that was cool um and that's when we we cry laughed in the from the breakfast at that little airbnb we were staying at talking about how like we you know we the ones that didn't get shot in the hood because oh, somebody yeah. protected us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no go be something little nigga <laughs> you smart you talented <laughs> <laughs> Kevin has the same story, trust me. So, come on, overheat. Let's get him in. Hey, what's going on? It's okay, man. Let it let it rock. Yeah, we did cry laughter. That was amazing. I like stuff like that, but that was cool. Um, Lisbon, Portugal, was very special Mm. because Mm. that show was very diverse. Like I I remember even seeing like a lot of fan videos where it's just everybody kind of brought together by our sound and the way right. like they get it. They got mm-hmm. the jokes, they got the whole banter, like, mm. and they appreciated it. Right. Um, I remember that one specifically because it's like every race was in there rocking with the whole show. Right. They weren't waiting for the hit song. They weren't waiting for the beat from scratch. They were just there because they loved us. Yeah. So I remember that one a lot. Um, and then I think was it, I mean, Tokyo is definitely special. I feel yeah. like it's very whimsical. Yeah. Like, you can't experience it all in one day or one week. It's just like, and it's just a million things to do. Like, I feel like when we leave, we're like, oh, they were doing Mario Kart races mm-hmm. and they were doing like these excursions and stuff. So, like, Tokyo is amazing because, especially if you got the right crew with you, it's going to be like a very just cool experience. Like, I mean, whatever your vibe is, the shopping thing, the museum thing the culture thing it's just like it's very clean it's very safe i mean 
you know, people are just mad nice there. Almost to the point where you're just like, yo, somebody cursed me out. Like, <laughs> come on. When I landed back in New York and somebody was like, yo, get the F out of here, I was just like, oh, I'm home. Hug <laughs> me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm, I named three. I said Ghent, I said Lisbon, and mm-hmm. Tokyo. So, there's a lot of places, though, but those are special. I think for me, um, South Africa, of course. Cool. Not of course, but South Africa, it's, it's the vibe there is like, I don't know. I really, I rock with South Africa a lot, heavy. Um, yeah, boy. Uh, Israel? That was disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I did not enjoy that. that was you didn't so, like Israel? No, no, no this, this mouse tongue oh, oh, fucking movement. Oh, that was scathing. You wanted me to say the F word, <laughs> I had to say it. I'm Edit. very uncomfortable. <laughs> Edit. Oh. Nah, um, I think my favorite gross. thing about tour is the little, 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 little. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nah, Netflix I, if you want to still listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, nah, but uh, Tel Aviv, Israel. Oh my lord, no, was, man. y'all remember man. that? That was one of my yeah. favorites, too. Oh my god, the weather there was just like, oh, is this heaven? What, what? That was one of the What's best experiences that I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, and the beach, went to the beach, yeah, the clear sick. water, you could see like the fish swimming in there, yeah, the people were cool, the food was good. I'm not going to lie, man, we definitely found a very great part of that area. I mean, from the tours we had yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. the beach, like we, we got a very pure version of that, mm. of that like whole area. And they treated us mad nice. Yeah. They treated us mad nice. Like, I didn't feel the racism vibe. We had the best falafel ever ever no 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 berlin germany was the best he high yeah he's yeah, you're, you're bugging we didn't have falafel we had we had a oh, we had kebabs there yeah yeah yeah. yeah. okay that no, was, no i'm not no that shit was wild yeah, falafel, yeah. like yeah, yeah, they, they created it from school it was yeah. different yeah 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 it was the, different. Yeah, yeah everything the tahini everything the hummus was different it was, uh, it was hummus different was wild, bro. you got it it was a small it was show so too it's not yeah, like, yeah it wasn't a big show at all i i owed money after that show and i didn't care <laughs> yeah, we lost bread, but, yeah, it was but like, like that's a hepatitis thing. factory. I'm that type of nigga. It's like t- Tel Aviv. I don't even know. How to, like I don't know nothing about that. Let's go there. So we did a very small show. Niggas was on camels. Granted, social media killed me. Like there's trapped. Free the camels. I was like, I didn't capture. Yeah, him. it was a lot of blowback from some. It was stuff, but it's like, what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nigga, I rode a camel, bro. Like I, I'm sorry, I rode a camel. That was magical to me. That nigga spit and hit somebody with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So I feel like <laughs> it was so special. <laughs> the hotel was next level. Was wild, yo. Yo. That shit was great. Yeah. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It was great. Yeah, bro. That was. They treated us really nice. Yeah. So I think it's South Africa, Tel Aviv, and then maybe I think Japan, top three. Japan, only simply because I'm, I'm a big anime lover, anime fan. I was like, oh. Good choice. This is oh Shibuya. Gotcha. This is what it looks like in real life. Shibuya Road. So um yeah, J- Japan man, that was or or, or South Korea. <laughs> Korea was lit, bro. Korea was like it was, it was lit. Nice hotel rooms. Yeah, it was lit, bro. I think on the I went shopping out there. It was fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just the whole Asia tour was like the hotel yeah. we stayed. It was, was a different like, vibe on that tour. Oh, it was a different vibe. <laughs> this is nice. I think the best hotels I stayed on was like. In Asia, the second half, yeah, uh, uh yeah, yeah not, China, uh, China nah, was Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai was the only Poo-poo. time it was like, oh, this is yeah, China just had this like is garbage, the smallest beds ever, bro. Me and Dan were literally this close. No, yeah, 
Curry insisted on being Little Spoon too. Like insisted. Like it was cold. <laughs> I did enjoy that breakfast we had though. Where in China? I think so. In Shanghai or or uh, not Shanghai, but um. We only did one city, right? No, nah, we Shanghai. did Hong Kong and Shanghai. Hong Kong was lit. Hong, Hong Kong, was Kong lit. Hong Kong was lit. Woo! I can't tell. What are we doing in Hong Kong? Hong Kong, remember we... Uh, Hong Kong is like niggas that work. It's a very industrial looking city. And it's like they party mad hard. But they do things like whatever Dan does back in the day. Like <laughs> why, like, why are we doing this? They're piecing things <laughs> together with fire. Uh, I, was, I was like, BDSM? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to Lobby Falls. It's been great. Thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed. Hey, see you on next episode. Hey yo, I'm going to bed. <laughs> um, I have a question from uh Instagram follower of mine. His name is Yaiba Beats. Uh, he says, Yaiba. "How you got?" Okay, how did you get started? In, how do you all get started in music, just in music, period? Church, yeah. next question. Church? church? Yeah. Church. Yeah, no, I think it was church. Yeah, church. yeah, it was church for me, I think. Church? Or really, it was yeah, like Win Ensemble, because sure. I was doing the whole like symphonic band thing in like sixth, seventh grade and shit. Uh, and then eventually church, but like mostly church. Okay. Yeah. I think I would have been in music regardless, but I grew up in church, so. Mm-hmm. What about you, uh, Sags? Church, man. Church? Sigs. I'm black. That was gross. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Sigs. Sigs. Now, for me, um, it was actually orchestra for me. Oh, yeah. You did um, violin, granted, right? my family's, my whole, my, all my family's musical. Um, like, either they sing or they... Shout out the hunters. <laughs> the hunter family. <laughs> now, uh, either they either sing or they play an instrument very well. Um, but for me, I didn't, I didn't get started really in church i got started in playing violin in elementary school and then um you know i played that and then i didn't really start playing in church until after i graduated high school that's when i started first started playing like bass and guitar sure yeah so i was like oh this is kind of new to me so i didn't have that you know 10 years like john Kirby. i was playing five years out yeah i was <laughs> actually yeah prodigy you know what i'm saying well i think i think like when like you know school band and orchestra they, they taught me how to like play music but it didn't teach me how to be a musician like, mm. it, like I, didn't, I didn't understand how to like listen to other people and like get in where i fit in you know right what I'm nah i feel you like it's it, i think it's almost like learning piano like a, a person who's not musically inclined they want to learn a piano it's like oh, okay this is or, or a person who's not mm-hmm. musically inclined learning learn to play guitar this is a c chord mm-hmm. or this is the you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah but i think it kind of um when i got to college is where it really musically i, I kind of got my start so yeah yaba beats shout out to yaba beats on instagram uh, i'll do one more uh this is from blue moon purple skies at blue moon purple skies they ask uh are there artists that have made you starstruck I'll start with you, Masego. Masego. <laughs> wow. That is disgusting. That was better. I'm cool with that. Masego. Right, anyway. I started with you. Someone that had me starstruck? Kendrick Lamar? Maybe. Oh, Double Flex. Okay. Um, I was just whack. 
I don't think I was starstruck. I was kind of no. Nah, Isn't there a story with Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, yeah, there's there's many stories that I haven't told about Kendrick Lamar, but I, I just feel like I was I don't know I was like what 22 or something like that. Like I I wished that I could rap at any level that he would respect, but I I just yeah I was just I felt whack, so mm. I was just like yeah man autograph book. You know what I mean? So he met that version of me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then later on he met a. a not even remotely decent sax player version of me. He's like, Yo, play what Terrace plays. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga played what Squidward played. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my lord. Yeah, that's the perception though. Like, if you like read the wrong thing about me, you're like, oh yeah, he can play this. Mm. <laughs> and I just started doing it. Like, uh, <laughs> I can't even think of any Squidward run right now, but yeah, all of those. Oh god! But, and it's trying to think of like a woman that had me starstruck. Yeah. Um, that I was just kind of not really ready to meet. I think Janae Aiko is one of them. You met Janae Aiko? When? Listen, man. No, when did you meet her? Things I haven't told you about. I man. need to hear that because uh, <laughs> it was uh, I think it was Anderson Pax. Uh, community benefit concert thing. Mm. A lot of people there. I met JoJo that day. I met Juju. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with Yo. you? Hey, <laughs> why is you made her a look? All anime? all my anime Juju. nerds will know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Oh lord, <laughs> Yo, Juju. This man is weird. Okay, so I met her. I met Rafael Sadiq that day. I mean Thundercat. Me and him met or whatever. But like when Janae was there. Mm. It was just like there's a there's a meme of her, like in, when you see her and she's just being her, mm-hmm. and it's just a lot at once, and so that was and what like what way like was she she's mad beautiful oh god she's mad beautiful you. and it's like you know you don't know what angle to kind of approach her like it's just like all right are we am I coming in for the hip hop do I hug do I comment on the removed Big Sean tattoo or do I congratulate <laughs> you for the new relationship I don't know what's popping. So I was just like, yeah. So that was that was a minute ago though. So that was some starstruck activity. Erica Badu, I was starstruck. Mm, yeah, I get no. it though. Like the mm, eyes, I was yeah, like, I too would wear elf shoes. <laughs> like I would change my whole aesthetic if she chose to sleep with me. Yeah. yeah we, so I get it though. Like she, yeah. And seeing her on stage, like very, like we were like so close. Like mm-hmm. I'm backstage and she's right there. Yeah. And like. The yams are crazy, like well deserved. I get it. Yeah, like, accolades and I are well get a window deserved. Seat. Yeah, you know we, I mean? yeah, we we opened up for Erica Badu. I'm so, bro, <laughs> like big yourself up. Yeah, we, we opened like, up for Erica Badu. Uh, big up, big up, big up, Ting, big up, there. <laughs> yeah. What about you, uh, John? Start yeah, yeah no, Erica Badu definitely job. said some weird shit to her. So, what'd you say? No, it, it wasn't that weird, but I like we, we just happened to be in the same hallway together. She's coming down the opposite end of the hallway, and I'm coming down from one end. And I'm just like, in my mind, like, do I move out of the way? Like, what do I do? I just like didn't know. Like, it was like a small hallway, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then she, as she got close, like she looked at me, and then I was just like, <laughs> I was like. Peace, peace. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was like, 
peace, peace, peace. And I was like, <laughs> peace, 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 peace. peace. <laughs> I like caught some some nut. So the sound of it didn't, it didn't startle them. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. no I just definitely froze up and just kind of like moved over to the side. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that that was the most starstruck I remember myself ever being. Yeah. Dang, okay. That's bad. What about you, Dad? Same. Like, Eric, about you? Dude, yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, I met, like, Arturo Sandoval, like, a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Arturo Sandoval. <laughs> <laughs> mucha, mucha. Ay, Dios mío, Padre Santo, madre mía. Dos, 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 dos. North of Hampton, Richmond. Yeah, right, Mysterio. Yeah, no, so that, that was a big one for me. And then after that, yeah, no, it was Erica, man. Because I think, you know, I, I saw Erica because, like, when we were, I think I was just, like, hanging out in, like, the like the cafeteria or whatever, and she yeah, was walking yeah, yeah. through. And then it occurred, like, she got around, and then a bunch of issues that I considered non-issues, like, mm. became issues when I saw her. I was just like, man, I wonder, I'm probably breathing too much right now. Like, I don't know, I'm probably, I might be breathing <laughs> Yo, too much. Yo, like, like that, Dude, it real? was weird. It was fucking weird, man. It's, it's. I, yeah, no, it's like, I don't, okay, I gotta, I gotta move out the way because she's coming this way. Let me move to the left. Oh, shit, not. Yeah. I should probably go to the right. I don't it's fucking like, know. Let me move you the know fuck out e- the way. Exactly. You know, I was thinking, I don't know which way to move to get out of her way. And then I'm like mm. tripping over shit. And she looked at me and I couldn't move after that. Like, I was, mm. you know, it was fucking weird, dude. Yo. That shit was hella weird. That's man. funny. That's, That's her energy. Her energy crazy, bro. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Strong. Yeah. I, I think for me, I. I've never been. I've never been starstruck. I'm just so lit. I think. No, probably like Harriet Tubman. (laughs) (laughs) You saved me as a boy. (laughs) Do you remember? Do you remember? I said you were so (laughs) admirable. I saw Erica Badu, and I just said you're welcome. Like you know. Nah, but for real, like I've never, I've never been starstruck, yo. Um, not even Janelle Monae. Not even Janelle Monae. Dang. I was like, oh, what's up, girl? You know what I'm saying? Like, down. Okay. Right. Real talk. That's, that's probably exactly what that's she said. Nah, I was like, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, all the celebrities I've met, never been Star Trek before. Um, even Erica Badu. I was like, oh, hey. You know what that? Now, because that was the second time I've seen her. Because um, mm. you remember we did a show. Uh, it was just you, me, and Kamani. Shout out to Kamani. Um, we did a show in, like, Maryland somewhere. Wow, that's a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and she was going with us. Yeah. She pulled up in the black Escalade and we both went through security together. Yeah, but I saw her at the hotel. We were standing in the lobby. I was like, oh. You Eric told Brady. me that. I didn't see yeah, her. Yeah, I, I saw her. Um, I was like, oh, that's cool. I wasn't like, Ooh. let me go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just, you might be dead on the inside, man. Nah. Granted, she's whew, she's beautiful. Coming from Dan, that's wild. <laughs> That's insane. I'm going home. <laughs> I need. I need to go home. He just emerges underneath into Satan. Yo, <laughs> like, yo. oh, snap. to the floor. Just sinks. <laughs> nah, but yeah, I've I've never been starstruck before. That's weird because it's like, bro. Honestly, I'm, I'm not that mad. person either. That that like trips out when they meet famous people. I'll trip out over me and a drummer that nobody knows. Yeah, but like. Erica, bro, she got a different energy, dog. Yeah, yeah, no, it's different. Yeah. It's not a fame thing; it's an energy thing. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've been like a huge Kamasi fan for a long time, and uh-huh. I met Kamasi. I was like, "Oh, dude, what's up?" Like, yeah, yeah, most yeah, times I meet yeah. people you know? and I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. With Erica, I was like, 
<laughs> you know? So. Oh, man. I think that my, my first celebrity that I, I, like, met was Tank. I actually played for Tank. Like, opened up for him and I played for him. Um, Y'all would play together. Yeah, it was cool. It was just like a, we were like the house band and he was performing at a club. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, and I was like, people were like, girl, women were like falling out. And like, mm-hmm. hey, he's like five foot nine. What's going on here? Wow. I mean, not no shade though, but he's, he's not the tallest guy. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, from there, I was like, oh, just tank. Yeah, at the end of the day, they're like, they're human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, facts. I'm sure there are people who starstruck with Sega. I'm like, this nigga? I was minding my business. Nigga got holes in his socks right now. (laughs) My thing is, man, you never know what you mean to people till they start crying when they come up to you. (laughs) It's kind of different, Dan, because they're just like. <laughs> they start crying for a different reason. It's <laughs> like get overwhelmed with sadness, nigga. Oh my god! He told me Jesus wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man, I think if I met Janae Aiko, it might be like, oh, I can see why people are starstruck. He, he said, "Fuck Erica Badu," but if I meet Janae, I- no, 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 <laughs> J- Erica Badu too. We we all came to consensus like, yeah, Erica Badu. That's that's it right there. You know, I got you. But um, yeah, man. That's not what she said, but whatever. What? Yeah, what? what? <laughs> so, so thank you for your, thank you for listening to this podcast. It's been great. Nah, yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna cut it. We're gonna cut it. How you how you guys feeling? Like I'm about to go uh, check on my uh, chicken. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. Any, any last thoughts before we uh, close out? This was nice. I'm glad yeah. you guys. Let me be a part of this. Of course, man. <laughs> this nigga said, get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> this is also my bed. <laughs> Take that, Joe Budden podcast. <laughs> uh, any last thoughts? Before we uh, we head on down the dusty trail. Dusty trail. <laughs> head on down. Drink responsibly, y'all. <laughs> well, yeah, this has been another episode of Lobby Call episode two um yeah man it's dope usually dan will play the jamaican oh should i do that yeah oh, I'm, I'm, i wasn't prepared i was looking at cheeks on instagram <laughs> hold on i gotta find it nearly there nearly there <laughs> nearly there there we go that's a wrap thanks for tuning in to episode two of lobby call uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Maxwell underscore Sensei and keep up with my upcoming projects or just to hang out to see what's going on. Uh, let me know if you guys have any questions or thoughts about the broadcast. I love feedback. Uh, that'd be dope. Also, you can follow the guys on Instagram too. Uh, John Curry, his Instagram is at Louis John. That's with a J-O-N. Uh, Dan Foster is at Dan underscore the underscore Manimal weird and long and yeah and you can follow masego it's at masego so um yeah check it out also you can follow me on twitter uh maxwell hunter one and that's number one and once again thanks for tuning in to lobby call uh episode three is coming out really soon and uh yeah stay tuned